one of his diatribes I've learned. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you to the <clears throat> Mutiny Radio Happy Hour. We got two hosts tonight. We're going to start with your host, with the most, Pam Benjamin. Oh, yeah. What? Keep that clap going for George D. Smith running your ones and twos tonight. Hell yeah. In the house, killing it. Getting those audience mics up. Putting together all of those awesome beats on the back end, making it sound good for our 12,000 downloads. Not to toot the horn, and I know it's like uncouth to lift the veil and be like, this is how many people downloaded in October. But uh, we were like the fifth and fifth show out of the whole station, so it was like super awesome. With And so we average basically like 12,000 people a week download this podcast, which means that like 12,000, we don't know who they are or where they come from. We know that they are between 24 and 35 year old, years old and they're usually men <laughs> so that's what we know that's it that's all we know isn't that interesting i know who knew that everyone would love dick jokes so like guys the dick joke last week i heard the thing about the guy trying to suck his own dick and it blew my mind because i always thought that you would go like ass over t- well not ass over tea kettle you would go forward that you would for- if you were gonna if I were a guy and I had my own dick I would be practicing the splits and leaning forward to try to get my mouth on my penis now what I didn't know was that you actually put your feet over your head and you suck your dick that way totally different more of a yoga pose more of like a Varishnahanana I just made that word up sounded a little bit Indian cool we're all here for open mic shenanigans Everybody breathing okay? What would it do? I'm so glad I quit smoking four months ago. Like, this is awesome. Like, what is it? Preparing for the apocalypse. Yay, my lungs. I, I actually, I've, I've, I haven't smoked in four months, but in the past three days, I've had a total of four and a half cigarettes now. Because what's the fucking point? Like, what was I doing? Like, clap for me. 22 years, and then I should have just kept smoking. Really? Really? I'm going to be healthy now. Worry about my face or whatever. And then it's, we're all going to die. I mean, that's going to happen anyway, but just, I guess, sooner now than ever, we're like, no, we're all breathing it. I'm just wondering, like, what cool things or weird, like, will we get a third appendage? Can I grow a tail? Like, when, when I breathe in carcinogens, like, it'd be cool if I could, like, grow a tail. And then it'd be cute. And I could wag it around and be like, what? Like, I love weird genetic problems based off of sucking in carbon I don't, <laughs> carbon makes everything right so why can't my carbon make a cattail <laughs> like meow <laughs> I really I could just swing it around here's the thing no but people don't communicate very well in with words so I feel like if I had a tail people could like listen to my tail because it would just be sort of happening is that can we all just get tails or maybe everyone should just start doing a funky thing with their arm when they're like I am so uncomfortable with this race conversation right now <laughs> like if I just ride the wave out like what well, I bet but my tail could flick, flicker back and forth like, ooh, like cats let you know, like that you know if you're triggered, which is a word that triggers me now. When I hear someone say triggered, I'm like, oh, fuck you. What are you going to tell me that I'm not woke about right now? Really? I'm not good enough for you? Yeah? I'm so triggered. I hate that word. My little tail. 
I wish I was a cat person. I hope that breathing in all this air that's bad will change my genetic structure so that I will grow. Like, I hate growing fur because it's not, like, okay by society standards, and it's all over my face, and my boyfriend plucks it for me because I am so old that I can't see the my hairs on my face. I beer goggle myself every day. Like, I look in the mirror, and I'm like, I can't see anything wrong with this. <laughs> When there's so many hairs, and he's 11 years younger than me, and he's like, we're sitting in line at the bus, and he's like, I love you so much, you're so beautiful, and the sun is shining on my face, and then he says, there's just this one hair, can I get it? <laughs> and then he's like reaching around for tweezers, and they're never on your Swiss Army knife anymore. Those are the first things to disappear. Anyways, he plucks my face. <laughs> He must, he's the general in the army against my facial hair. It's, I'm Jewish. Okay. <laughs> we don't, we have an army. We actually, we have a real army. Everyone has to be in it for any people who know about Israel, where all the Jews coalesced. They force each other to be in the military, unless you're gay or crazy, and then they get mad at you about it, but then there's a huge community of them that are like, yeah, we're gay and crazy. It's great. We're fun. <laughs> I love Israel. Which is, a, I mean, is that hate speech? I don't know. I mean, it's to some people, right? I mean, okay, I've done enough. Sorry. Are you guys warmed up? Awesome. Okay, cool. I'm so glad you guys are here. I Actually, I'll put $2 in there. It's so silly. Oh, I only have a 20 right now. I can't give myself $20. That's weird. I'd have to fish it out of there later. But it would be... All right. Welcome to happy hour. Um, like, and I don't want to pressure you about it, but like, if you could donate $2, that's so cool. But I understand. If you're like poor and you're like, I could eat chips or give to then eat the chips you know what i'm saying like go for the or if it's like oh, i could have a tall pbr somewhere and then like, drink the pbr it's fine you can pay palace later <laughs> everyone has a smartphone right uh it's all it's all good but we're doing an open mic and we're gonna have fun people that are here clap for yourselves this can be as good or as bad as you want it to be. George G. Smith is back there, and he laughs his ass off. So he is 14 people. You actually have 14 people right there. And if he laughs, that's a 14 people laugh. Okay, so judge it that way. Put your hands together for your first comedian tonight, Sabrina Miller! Yay! All right, let's just get this thing started. How are we all doing? Wow, interesting response. We're probably, it feels like we're living through one of Nostradamus' prophecies, but everybody's like, woo, yeah, life is good. Fucking, it doesn't, it does feel like we're living through one of his prophecies. It's like, when the crescent moon floats in the smoky sea atop the city by the bay, whilst the orange king holds court in the swamp in the east. I don't know, I could make a tasteless joke about paradise being lost, but that would be horrible. I don't know, I don't know. We're gonna find out soon enough what the last part of that, that prophecy is. Uh, so my name is Sabrina Miller. I've oftentimes been described as the Vanilla Sarah Silverman, oftentimes by the same dude. Oh, that's right. I don't think George heard that one. Awesome. Let's keep... All right. The same guy who once told me I reminded him of a white Joan Rivers, George. 
just gonna fucking I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep telling that joke. As long as there is one person who laughs, I am just gonna just keep fucking running with that that joke there. Uh, which is actually funnier than anything I've ever come up with. Fuck that guy. I hate him even more. So uh, I am a part-time extrovert, I am. Uh, My mom was shocked when she found out that I do stand-up. She was really shocked because I've struggled with anxiety most of my life, and I told her, Mom, I'm comfortable on stage now, you know? I'm comfortable. I don't have to have weed brownies anymore. Yeah, I find it reassuring to know everybody really is staring at me. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Feeling comfortable. Part-time extrovert. So... uh, I, I drink, thank you Pam for that muffled applause, simpatico. So I, I, I drink, but not to be social, I drink because I have obsessive compulsive disorder. That's why I drink, baby. Oh yeah, just the other week I brought my joke notebook with me to a bar, had quite a few drinks, oh my goodness, things got a little crazy, I was like, Oh my God, I am so fucked up right now. I totally forgot to dot that I and cross that lo- cross that lowercase t. Oh my goodness. I'm like, guess who's not going to be triple checking the lock on the front door of her apartment tonight? This girl, yeah. That's a nod to the movie As Good As It Gets. Jack Nicholson. Okay. Hmm. I voted slash low self-esteem. I don't remember that one. So moving on. So I was talking about OCD. That reminds me. Uh, For some reason, that reminds me of this article I came across about, uh, uh, talked about things you should never do right after you wake up in the morning. Now, the first thing was don't go on Facebook. Sorry to burst your bubble. Something about scrolling through your newsfeed, elevates your cortisol levels, makes you anxious. You don't want that. Uh, second thing was don't not hydrate. Now the third thing you should never do right after you wake up in the morning is make your bed. I know, I know it's a hard one not to do. Just, 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 you know, just curb your enthusiasm there. So I, I don't know what the science is, but there's something about, you know, fluffing the comforter and spreading it out that makes for more dust mites. And I'm like, okay, so what if you're OCD? What if you can't not make your bed like three times in a row? What do you do? Do you get three times the dust mites? Like, what the fuck? I wish I was Republican and OCD so I could treat dust mites like climate change. Oh, God, I wish I could. Oh, my goodness. So I am transgender. Uh, That's right. There's no segue for that one, so I can fucking just insert that anywhere. So I am wearing a bra right now. I don't know why. Let's be honest. This is not a bra. It's a boob warmer. Earmuffs for my boobs. Boob muffs, if you will. Thank you very much. And uh, I think I will just end on uh, just talking about my boobs there. All right. I'm going to turn it back over to your your host, Pam Benjamin. Give it up for Pam, everybody. Sabrina Miller, yay! We are so simpatico. I also have no boobs. <laughs> like, this is all chicken cutlet. Like this over here, you could elbow me right now, and I wouldn't feel it at all. This is a this is a chicken cutlet bra. It's like a huge amount of fluff, and then it pushes my sad sappy triangles together in some semblance of cleavage that I don't show underneath my t-shirts because I try to dress like a boy. <laughs> 
try to dress like a 14-year-old skateboarding boy because I never grew up, everybody. I just wanted to be Peter Pan, but I never got the role. Oh, Sandy Duncan, you're so cute. With her one glass eye. Cool. I see just 14 people back there. George D. Smith! What? Uh, I'm the worst host ever, but look, I can do this. Don't lift the veil, everybody. Hey, your next comedian, what a champion he is. What a helpful and wonderful individual. He has a great open mic on Saturday nights. Oh, unheard of. Who has a mic on Saturday nights? Your next comedian does from 8 to 10 every Saturday. It's called Watch and Learn. Come and watch and learn with him. Put your hands together for Capital Pilgrim. Yay! I like that. I'm transgender. I don't have a segue, so I can stick that in anywhere. <laughs> Not anymore. <sighs> I have to poop. <laughs> I know. I can't even think of my jokes. It's all I can think about. Like, I got to poop so bad, I tried to pee, and it, I just can't. Like, I could, but I'm going to do more than that. It's going to be a real bad time. Um, I was out there hanging with everybody and not everybody actually pretty much everybody who's not in this room um, plus Max Eddie and I farted and he got accused before I did <laughs> and I feel like I, f- I look more like I'm gonna fart in public than Max Eddie does Max Eddie looks pretty put together he looks like he holds him in for a while like why 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 am I the first one Mark Neuer wasn't even accused I was accused <laughs> he was the one doing the accusations There's and then Oh, I'm fine. No, they're struggling. It was outside. But that should say something. I was outside in that motherfucking smoke, and they were still smelling it. And then Luke Newman took credit for it. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Um, Like I said, though, I got a shit so bad I forgot my material. Um... (laughs) Just shit, dude. It'd be a lot funnier than my... I already didn't want to shit a mutiny radio. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it with a like. If you're gonna do it, you should do it live on the I think. I think. I think pooping a mutiny radio is something we gotta do on Watch and Learn. That's not something you gotta have just on the radio. Um, no, really, I don't. I don't think I can make any material better than my material right now, though. So I'm gonna I'm chill off it. Um, I'm gonna donate too before I forget. Anyways, I was having a conversation with my friend and the motherfucking this homeless dude next to us just starts yelling at me asking for money. So I fucking ignore him because I feel like that's what you do when people are yelling at you. And my friend got mad and he's like, "What the fuck?" The homeless people are people too. What the hell? How come you just ignored him? And I said, I didn't ignore him because he's homeless. I ignored him because he's asking me for money. <laughs> That's fair. That's what you do. When your uncle hits you up asking how you're doing, you respond. When your uncle hits you up asking you for money, you fucking ignore it. Um, like, oh, that's not funny. Why did I write that down? 
the fuck? Um, y'all know that joke. Uh, I gotta fucking get it together. I really, my brain's not working right. I gotta get my shit together. Look at me, I look like a fucking dope fiend. I'm wearing Crocs with flowers. I look like I've been doing cocaine all night in my Crocs. Like, what the fuck? I'm wearing, I got my dope fiend jacket on. So the pockets are big enough so I can just stuff all the shit I need. I don't need to use my backpack. I look like I just got off fucking Breaking Bad. That's supposed to go first. Fuck it. I'm just, I'm mostly tired. And y'all know why. I almost witnessed a murder. I swear to God. Don't worry though. Motherfucker got murdered. But I almost had to witness it. And I do not have time for that shit right now. In fact, you know, I think, I think that's why most murders don't happen. Um, well, you know what? That's not true. I don't, I got time for murder. Let's be real. Every single one of us got time for murder. I just, I don't have time for the consequences. Because the murder part, like the murder part's, the murder part's fun. But when you're having fun, time flies by, which is why they don't make any movies about that part. It's only about the after part. I fucked that joke up. There's something there. Like I said, I got a shit. I forgot all my material. Give it up for your host, Pam motherfucking Benjamin, everybody. Murder. Murder was the case that they gave me. Is that something from the 80s that I remember in my gestalt? Is that a... Okay, cool. I tried to be together on that uh i was uh, I, I, I was very affected by your set some might say triggered <laughs> call back sorry for those that are listening on the podcast okay so i am gonna lift the veil for a second and be like this person on the internet used to be like corday speak and spell not here and so i don't think i've ever seen this person in which is why i was confused i was like i don't think i see them i thought like i know who these people are so i don't know where the person is your next comedian there he is oh god for a second when i looked up i thought that was you had a raiders logo on your hat but you don't Phew, i was like oh do i have to judge is there another way i can judge him just kidding just kidding i actually watched him today I, this is the first time so this has been a big week for me in that i joined like instagram a couple days ago which was i never wanted to do i also was like the last person to join facebook from myspace i was like holding fast to the myspace so we were like nope facebook's a thing and i'm like okay i'm on that and they're like facebook's dead you've got an instagram i'm like i won't do it and then i finally joined it and i'm like i hate it and I've never watched anybody Facebook live, but today I did. I did. It popped up and it said, Mark Neuer is talking right now about being assaulted. Hashtag me too. I loved it. I loved it. I watched him for almost his whole, not even a rant. He was being very cool about it, but I get it. Like, don't, don't, we should all keep our hands to ourselves, I think is the lesson that needs to be learned. But I listened to you today, it was so funny, and I was like, oh my God, he's driving a car, is he gonna be okay? Like, he's driving a car right now and he's talking to us. Like, he is really splitting his brain and space, and I know how much brain space he has. So I'm like, why is he doing that in front of like, Asian woman, hashtag me too. Oh no! Put your hands together for your next comedian, Mark Neuer. Yay! 
that baby talk. I know a lot of comics will say this, but that was my favorite introduction. Uh, and there's no bit about it. That was amazing. Because um, that's exactly what my Facebook lives need is more publicity. It needs more comics tuning in. As, like three seconds. I went live three seconds later. Seven. Very, not you, Pam. I didn't even see that you were on that. The, the faces that I did see on there. Why do you got a name drop? Very, very, very nosy motherfuckers immediately tuned in. And I love Jesse. I'd say Jesse is, uh, he is the uh, district, district uh, three or district, it's D- district two. He's a district two co- comedian representative. Um, no, he is. I've, I've taken, I've, I left district. I think this is district nine, right? Your mission. That's you. You're, you're district nine. It makes sense. Right. I'm, I've taken, I am now, I am the district six. District four and district one comedy representative. So if you have any grievances in any of those districts, you just bring it right to me and we'll get it all under control. We'll figure it out. We'll go Facebook live. Wear this bitch out. Not this one because this is district six or nine, which is under Pam's jurisdiction. So, you know. Uh, So it's smoky. And that happens to be the environment that I thrive in. I've never felt more athletic in my life. Everyone around me looks sick. They look ashy. I look pretty ashy. They look real ashy. Not because there's fire or anything. It's just their, their skin is dry. My skin's always dry. All I do is smoke cigarettes. So my entire... You see at the outside? You do see the outside? You've been to the outside? Okay. Well, have you seen it? Did you open your eyes in the outside? Okay. Today? Did you? Today? Yeah, today. 90% of the time, at least, that's what my lungs look like. At least. At least. Dude. If not 95. Like, that's... I could outrun any of you right now. Any of you. You look like you could run. Maybe not in those shoes, but in the jacket, probably it's the wind resistance, you know? I don't know. It has the curvature there. It's like a spoiler on a car. The little, your little flappers. I got little flappers too, but I got a zipper, so I can zip this motherfucker all. Oh, you got buttons. That's just gonna make it worse. You're gonna be even slower. You don't know anything about flying, do you? <laughs> you thought we were talking about running? We're flying. We're flying. With this kind of climate, that's what I could do. I could fly. I'm a fucking superhero. I'm a mutant out there. I'm like a fucking swamp sludge monster that just just. Out of the fucking crevices of the world, I just sprout out. I'm like, yes, I can finally breathe. Yes, I can finally breathe. I heard today that a cigarette is better for you than the fucking air around you. Do you know how long it's been burning, this air? Do you know how long there's been ashes all over you? Four to how many? Seven days now? Could have only been three. I don't fucking know. That's about how long these masks last. Have you looked at the filter in any of these fucks masks? What does it look like? Like nothing's happening to it. You want to know why? Because nothing's happening to it. After four four minutes, four minutes of a cigarette, not only are my fingers fucking brown, but you can squeeze juice out of the filter. Cigarette juice! (laughs) 
cigarette juice out of the filter. I did it on purpose. I, I'm here on purpose. I'm here. I came here intentionally. Thank, thank, who's getting cashed out? Are you getting cashed out or am I? I will fucking nosedive into Max Eddie right now. And we'll both get cashed out. We will turn this to Mutiny Radio WWE right now, dog. Right now. I will fucking dog. You already got the tables and the chairs. All we're missing is a ladder, and I think I just found it. Do you know, Pam, here's another way you can make money here. You have an entire soda machine. Fill that bitch up. Oh, fucking cops. These fucking cops. They want to come regulate the fucking sodas, but there's goddamn ash in the air, and, and I got cigarette juice on my fingers and my fucking penis. Thank you. Have a great night. Mark Neuer, everyone. Yay! He went into the potty. He can still hear me when I say this. Uh, oh, he's right. Oh, he's there. I was. I, you can't see anything from up here. But what one one time when I uh, I, I talked to my dad a long time ago, uh, he said to me, "I saw the movie Napoleon Dynamite, and it was either the best thing I've ever seen." or the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And I feel like my dad would say the same thing about your comedy set. It's like either, you're either a genius or a fool, but either way, there's some Shakespearean shit going on. Everybody, Mark Neuer, yay! Commenting on our world. Can you go back and watch Facebook Lives after they've lived, or is that it? They save there? They exist there? Oh, Christ. I just don't understand the future. Your next comedian certainly does. What a funny guy he is. I recently saw him at the setup where he killed it. Put your hands together for Max Eddie. Yay! Thank you, Pam. Keep it going for Pam, guys. That was fun. And Mark, that was a fun set. That was good. Uh, yeah, I will say, I like the image of cops, like, trying to stop the, the smoke, though. Like, it's like, dude, cop, you're not doing your job. And they just take their baton. They're just like... That, did I get it? <laughs> That's silly. How are you guys doing? Are you guys good? Fuck yeah. There we go. I like asking that question in the aggregate. How are you? I do not like asking individual people. <laughs> That's one thing. Because if you ask an individual person, sometimes they will answer. And it's bad. <laughs> All right. I did it the other day and uh, I asked the lady, how are you? And she gave me everything. It was, oh my God. I'm just like, how are you? And she's like, oh, I'm doing pretty good. You know, I've just been driving around a lot today. I'm throwing a birthday party for my chinchilla. He's so sweet. He, I actually named him Ghostface Chinchilla because Ghostface Killa is my favorite member of the Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang! And I actually got him six months ago. I went to Petco because I saw this National Geographic documentary about the Capybara, which is the largest rodent in the world. It's indigenous to South America. And I was like, hmm, I got to get me one of them Capybaras. So I went to Petco and asked the guy, do you guys have any capybaras? And he's like, actually, it's illegal to own a capybara as a pet in California. But we do have chinchillas and they're rodents and they're smaller. And I was like, of course they're smaller. Capybaras are the largest rodent in the world. 
And then I was like, one, that, and then two, also, I just went through a breakup. My boyfriend broke up with me, so I'll take any pet because I am devastated. I am, I do not know what I'm doing with myself. He cheated on me with a Mormon. I thought they weren't supposed to do that. Uh, Thought it was against their code, but he did it. And we worked in the same place. We both worked at Zynga. And I was like, you know what? I'm just not passionate about dog poker for iOS anymore since we're not together. And that's why I'm driving for Lyft now. Also, if you want to water, they're in the door of your car. Fuck. I fucking... <laughs> Damn it. I almost said it right. Fuck. Uh, is that a better end? Is that a better... Okay, yeah. Damn it. I was so close. We're doing it again, everybody. <laughs> We're doing it one more goddamn time. <laughs> Fuck! I was so close. Oh, man. <laughs> that was good. But yeah, man, you never know what's going to happen when you ask that fucking question, though. It's the worst. Also, I did give her five stars, by the way, because uh, she was the only Lyft driver I've had that fucking bumps Wu-Tang, dude. Wu-Tang! Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was fun, man. Actually, I, I feel like I have a face that seems like I listen to... <laughs> Like, people are just like, oh, he can deal with my issues, and I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. Um, actually, I got told the other day I was too nice, um, which is weird. That's a weird thing to get told, right? Like, too nice. Yeah. Especially because I was trying to fuck this dude. Like, this. It's like, just, he's just like, uh, I don't know, you're just too nice. It's weird. It's like, first of all, fuck you, dude. First of all. Fucked up, dude. We need more nice people in the world. Second of all, thank you for your feedback, okay? Your candor is refreshing, you fucking asshole. <laughs> okay. That works better. That's good. Uh, do I have anything else? Oh, uh, thank you. Um, before we go, did you guys hear that uh, there's a Toy Story 4 coming out next year? There's a Toy Story 4 coming. What will those toys do next, you guys? Oh, man. You know what they're doing now? They're going to a summer camp. I, Pam, it's happening. It's, I wish I could have been at the pitch because I've, it's fun. What if we, what if we took them? You know the toys from the first three? What if we just took them to camp? Is that good? It sounds like a $400 million idea. That's, but will it, will it be successful critically though? 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's gonna, it's gonna do great. Um, I hope they go. I hope they go gritty with this one, though. You know what I'm saying? Fucking gritty Toy Story 4. I added a new part to this from last night, so fucking watch out. Like imagine, like like The Wire meets Toy Story. We'll call it the Toy Story. <laughs> Let's push the names together, and then uh, fucking Woody uh, does the. You know, he does a reach for the sky, but he actually shoots. That'd be fun, right? Fuck. And fuck, Buzz Lightyear doing heroin. Just uh, he wraps the slinky dog around his arm, <laughs> to infinity and beyond. Okay, um, that sucked. Uh, that's fine. Thanks, guys. Yay, Max Eddie! Even though your phone ran out of batteries, it doesn't matter because you can download the podcast because it's being recorded right now and you can hear it. Yay! That was really lovely. It's silly that they're going to put the Toy Story in camp. Like, how do they get the toys there? Because you're not allowed to bring more than one toy to camp. I don't know if anyone's ever been to sleepaway camp. Anyone else been to 
Jewish sleepaway camp, you get one toy, maybe, and they're like, do you really want to bring your blankie? And I'm like, I have to bring Mino. And they're like, you're going to explain to everybody why you have this tattered weird thing since, and I'm like, since I was born, why are you trying to take away everything important to me? How are they going to bring the toys to camp? They've they've already been in a preschool. They I know, but they've already been in preschool and they've already been slobbered on. And what they get, they get donated to camp. That is it. It is. I cannot suspend my reality enough for this fucking premise. It will not do it, Disney. Not this time. Don't do an up to you, dicks. Oh, the Asian kid grew up and now he's got a girlfriend. But we found out he's autistic. And how are we gonna deal with that? Your next comedian. What a funny guy. Put your hands together for Victor Trevino. <laughs> Look past the garbage over the trains under the ruins through the remains around the crime. I have thoughts about Pixar movies too, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I never felt worse uh, since I was um, I was on a plane. It's a true story. I was watching Coco for the first time. Have you seen Coco? Yeah, I didn't cry. <laughs> I didn't cry. Like I, the whole row was watching Coco with me. I was like, I. It was like during sex where you have to think about sad things. I was thinking about sadder things to try to get me to cry during Coco. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Like uh, I don't have that bone, you know. <laughs> Pretty emotionalist person. I think I get it from my dad, you know. Trying to become a better man. Uh, like I'm 29 years old, I just turned 29. At this point in uh, my dad's life, he was like married, had like three kids, was a major in the Air Force, went, never went to Burning Man, never did LSD. What I'm trying to say is he wasted his fucking life and I'm looking for role models. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to show him how it's done. I've been like taking pictures of like the open mics I go to. I'm like, wish you were here, don't you? Don't you wish you were here when you were 29? <laughs> Doing an open mic amateur comedy. <laughs> and then I texted him, I was like, you know, I used to drink your alcohol and put water back in the bottle. <laughs> he used to feel like a man drinking that 5% alcohol by volume, throwing it back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm not paying him back for those gateway computers I ruined with porn viruses either. <laughs> I'm a man now, Dad. Also, if mom is there, she never mailed, mailed me my uh, check for my birthday. <laughs> I know it's your money, but uh, <laughs> it's a joint account, so put her on the f put her on the phone, Dad. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, so like, uh, I'm also yeah, like I'm, I'm trying to get better at like uh, being less stingy with like my f my uh, social media likes. You know what I mean? I'm trying to get better with it, like you know. I don't know if you've ever done this, like you accidentally like a post and then you unlike it for some reason. Like, <laughs> like uh, I guess, <laughs> like I don't know, like my sister posted a picture that was like of her son and I like liked it on accident, unliked it like right away. <laughs> I don't know if like I was trying to play like hard to get or what, like I didn't want her to think I was just like prowling her feet or what. <laughs> like, it's like I'll make her wait for this like, you know, <laughs> like don't want to seem too eager, trying to be better. Um, I just got to San Francisco about like a month and a half ago. Still figuring it out, you know? Some things to learn. Give me claps, yeah, I'll fucking take it. <laughs> Still figuring out how to like sort the compost and from recycling. <laughs> Shit's tough, dude. <laughs> it's 
especially when people are watching you do it like fucking like they're in line behind you now <laughs> just like dig into like get one plastic ramekin out of the box and drop it in the one the one green bin or whatever the fuck and then like i found out like some of the plastic knives are like compostable they're like made of potatoes and shit I get away with a couple of mistakes, like since I've, I'm, I'm new here, like, you know, I get a couple of rebuttals, like they're like, no, 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 that goes in the compostable bin, honey. Uh, gets a lot easier when people aren't watching them. So I found out you can just put it all in one bin, they still take it anyway, it's not like, <laughs> I have no problems with that. Um, so like, um, my father is Mexican and I'm Spanish. Uh, but finding out that I look Jewish, uh, I found this out because uh, all my friends that teach me conspiracy theories don't like to finish the story. <laughs> like they're always talking about, yeah, that's what they want you to think. That's why they did 9-11. And it's like, <laughs> like, follow the money, dude. I'm like, wait, who's they? And they're like, Trevino, right? <laughs> like, yeah, Trevino, Mexican. They're like, okay, great. <laughs> the juice. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. Thanks a lot. <laughs>
because I was thirsty with the last of my of my dollars. So what's what's the PayPal um, address? How do people PayPal you? Listeners, it's mutinyradiofm at gmail.com. You're here, you're listening. If we all just contribute $5 a month, Terry Gross is not on this channel, but it's worth it. Yeah, donate, donate, donate button on the website. While I'm shouting out, let's shout out to uh, somebody who's not in the room. Gary Hughes couldn't be here. He says a family tragedy and we're excited. Tune in, he'll be back. Um, he says hi to you, Pam, in the room. Ugh. Okay, I'm just gonna get real personal. Capital is talking about pooping. Uh, I've had my period for two and a half weeks straight. I think I told somebody like two and a half weeks ago I had my period, like it's the same period. And I'm like starting to think like, maybe this is not my period. Like maybe it's a sentence. Like <laughs> fucking sentence to like sit, I wanna sit down so badly right now sit down comedy sentence just like no energy or libido <sighs> i don't know i feel like n i'm i'm fine no i want a chair but i'm gonna stand it's part of it's part of the craft i don't know oh but i i'm it's i'm gonna bitch about it though <laughs> i don't know it's like my hormones are so weird is this like is this 27 pam's talking about age and she's like shut up and you're 27 but like it, your body's changing and I'm like oh, is this, uh, my hormones like like I have a lot of pimples but I'm also getting wrinkles and I'm just like this prinkle combo is like sounds good but it's hard to keep up after like I have nail polish on because I got a manicure two weeks ago and don't know how to take it off <laughs> radio listeners it's bad I don't know and like I, I also think it's it's because I have an IUD and it just fucks your horn, fucks you up, it fucks you up. I always had my period on the new moon and then I'd ovulate it on the full moon like a fucking goddess. Cause I'm so in tune. And then I got an, an intrauterine device. And now I'm, I'm all messed up and I was just like, I'm going to the gyno. When I figure out how to get this nail polish off my hands, I'm gonna go to the gyno like a grown up and I'm gonna get the shit out. And I feel like she's gonna, it's gonna be a she. She's gonna be like, well, now that you're gonna have like regular cycles again and your is gonna be back, you know, what are you gonna do for contraception? And I'm gonna be like, yeah, I'm actually charting like a, a non-hormone thing. It's, um, I'm actually kind of uh, already trying it out. I'm doing it right now. It's, a, it's called a SUC, stand-up comedy, snow sex. I don't know. Lots of lots of other things. Uh, no, she's gonna. She's not gonna like that. And you guys didn't either. You're like, what? Like female comic get in it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. <sighs> people, people always ask me what my like orientation is, and right now I'm just like, I'm bleeding. <laughs> no, I hate everyone. <laughs> I don't know. You guys, I don't know how much time I have, but I think. I have a big night ahead of me after this. I gotta go home and put my duvet cover on. Yeah, that's, uh, it really needed to be washed. Okay, bye. Hey, Levineman, yay! Okay, so here's the thing you gotta know about your IUD. Wait, why do you have, where'd she go? There you are. 
You have the Mirena. You have the one with the with the hormones in it. Yeah, Scott, either way. Fuck that shit. You got to go with the old school copper one. Okay, I have an old school copper one. So they put one of those ones with the hormones in. Da-na-na-na. It's going to be a TED Talk just for a second. Two ladies talking about this for realsies. They, so they talked me into it after my second abortion. They're like, maybe we should put an IUD in you. You know, you're in a committed relationship and you shouldn't keep having abortions. And I'm like, that's absolutely right. So they said, hey, we want to do the Mirena. And I was like, ah, I don't want to have any hormones. They're like, no, this is really good. The thing they put in and it's got this hormones and you're going to be fine. So they put it into my uh, uterus and it's hanging out there for a month. And I gained like seven pounds in a month. And I was crying like every day. And I was like, something is wrong. My hormones are weird. And I go in there and I'm like, hey, I gained seven pounds in a month and I'm crying all the time. What are you doing? And they said, maybe we should check your thyroid. And I said, you fucking dick poops. Like you put a thing in my body a month ago and everything got fucked up. Oh, but it's something else. Maybe it's your thyroid. I've never had a problem with my thyroid. It's the fucking, I'm sorry that Morena gave you that much money. What I just want is the copper one that's shaped like a T and it's like copper jewelry. It's like a pool sweeper for your uterus and it keeps out all the dead babies and it does it with like copper, which is like natural from like 2,000 years ago or some shit. Like 4,000 years ago, the Chinese wrote a book about fucking medicine and shit and they're like, put copper in her vagina and she won't have babies. And we're like, yay. But no, it was the, just go with the copper one. You bleed, you bleed a little hard. No, it's the way, it's, I've had one now and your period instead of, when you take the ones with the hormones, your period only lasts for like three days supposedly, but with the, I know, right, because it's, the hormones are affecting you fucked up still guys, da na 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 TED talk, the, the, the hormones are fucking you up and it's with your body, just like I gained seven pounds in a month and I was doing everything, like what, why would that happen? So just take the hormones out of the equation, just stick the little thing up there and you're going to have your period for like six days a month, but... DIY IUD. That's there's a new joke. D D I yeah. But no, they don't even use copper and pennies anymore. That's the problem. It's all tin. <laughs> Our money is worthless. Your next comedian is not. Put your hands together for Luke Newman. Yay! It's one of the greatest compliments I've ever received. I'm not worthless. Thank you. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. I'm not worthless. That means a lot to me. I don't know. So uh, Nikola Tesla uh, said uh, that the numbers three, six, and nine were held the key to the the universe. And um, uh, the Yin Yang twins were like, "Yep." Three, six, nine, damn good, you're fine. You gotta, you gotta know the song. You gotta know the song. Look, I did, that's as much acting out as I'm gonna do. Yeah. If you don't get it, you don't get it. Any of this, you're lost. Oh, no, sorry. Bitches. Be like. I, 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 everything I eat, I, I, everything I eat, it goes right to my ass. Like, what are you complaining about? That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best place f- for it for everything to go. 
what at what part of your body would you rather have all the fat going to you know what i'm saying the ass is the is the is the perfect place yes go to the ass well men that's what we're all about right the ass we don't want it to go anywhere else where would you rather have it go your forearms you know what I'm saying? Out here looking like Popeye and shit. That's not the that's not the move. The ass is the best place that all the fat could go to. My problem is is with uh, you know if all the fat is going right here to the midriff, and for some reason just stopping there, it's like what's wrong? You know what I'm saying? Well, that's what you gotta have a problem with. It's like why you stop here? Go a little bit further. No man is like you ass or titty man. No, I'm a I'm a midriff man. <laughs> I'm a gut man. That's what <laughs> I'm a forearm man. That's what I'm about. All that fat going to the forearms, that's what I'm about. No, the ass is the best place. That's not something to complain about. That's lucky. If all the if all the fat goes to the ass, that's you must have some Black in you. No, I don't know. <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't see black women complaining about it. I don't know. I don't know. Um, what else? What else was I gonna say? Uh. Fucking, uh, saw this, uh, fucking uh, advertisement that was like, uh, you feed, feed, uh, you know, donate some money, you can feed, uh, a starving African child, um, for a day, for a dollar, a dollar a day, you can feed, uh, <laughs> damn, I'm, I, I'm moving slow here tonight, all right. All right, so I'll just, I'll just, all right, this will be my last joke then, okay. Uh, but yeah, they did a starving African child. You can feed a starving African child for a dollar a day. Ain't that some shit? Three meals. Ain't that some shit? I'm just kidding. It wasn't Africa. It was New Jersey. But you guys are all racist because you believe me. I said Africa. You guys, like, oh, yeah, I have starving children in Africa. Yeah, naturally. You guys are all racist. It was New Jersey. You guys are racist. No, but uh, but that's that's some crazy shit, man. A dollar a day. Let me tell you something. I just paid seven dollars for some tots in the mission. That's too much money. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, let me tell you something. I'm looking for a job. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking maybe fuck the job. I'll move to Africa, become a starving child. seems like a good career move you know what i'm saying it's a dollar a day shit <laughs> eat for a dollar a day and you know you got job security you know it's, it's never you know there's always going to be starving children that's job security that's job that's job security what is that nine seconds left i got So what? Five, four, three, two, one. Okay. Thank you guys very much.
Newman. $7 tater tots. Ah. I know I work at a place in the mission where we actually have $7 tater tots. <laughs> That's exactly the price of them. I wonder if he was there. I would have given him a discount. <laughs> a counter offer in Bender's 806 South Bend has come visit me. Yay, it's great. They're one of the actual, they're one of the sponsors for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2019. Yay, counter offer. Uh, no, really, it's great. So yay, they're helping us out for those. 25 shows in five days, 40 comedians coming from all over the United States. Still, you can turn your application in now through November 30th. I just did a, a commercial. That's, you're welcome. That's what happens when I, usually, you know, I have guest hosts. Well, and our guest host is supposed to show up. Mike Michael Bonds uh, is, he was scheduled to be our guest host tonight, but he works for UPS. And although he's supposed to be off at 530, this being there rush time of year. I guess everyone's sending turduckins to their friends and family all over San Francisco. He, I'm sure he's in a truck with, you know, they have no doors, so I hope he has a mask on uh, driving all around the city. Maybe he'll come in time to do something and that'll be exciting. But your next comedian, what a lovely man he is. A cute hat and a great personality and just what a great listener he is. I didn't understand. I didn't know if he actually threw up on himself last night or if that was a joke. I couldn't tell it. I was like, are you, where's your, where's your plastic bottle vodka? Cause I'd take a sip of that. Put your hands together for your next comedian, Ernest Evangelista. Hey guys, how you guys doing? I'm pretty sweaty from a dab hit. I'm super sweaty. Um, also, um, the radio people can't hear he, see uh, hear this, but I'm wearing an alien doing a dab shirt. It's my spirit animal. Um, so. On Halloween, I took shit into a diaper. Um, long story short, trick or treat was pretty lit. Uh, how was your guys' Halloween? Okay. Uh, cool. Uh, no more Halloween jokes. It's ready. The 15th. 16th, okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what are you guys excited for? You guys excited for Thanksgiving? Yeah. Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Um, uh, I'm excited for... Um, um, not nothing really. Uh, never not been excited for like anything. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Um, just like, I don't know, um, 
Okay. Uh, I do have jokes. I I I'm just. I think you guys are feeling the way I'm feeling. So we can just just chill and like sort of this. I was just like, yeah, that's true. You ever took acid? Like, and everyone knew what everyone was feeling, but didn't talk. Like, we were all, like, talking but not talking, because no one was talking. (laughs) But we were just doing, and... Yeah, you know? Um... Yeah, so acid's weird, man. Okay. <laughs> Don't take acid on election night. All right, have a good night. Artist Evangelista, everyone. Hooray! Just so you guys know, when you hear the horn, it means you have a minute. So you didn't need to give up the ghost so quickly. We could have kept listening to your acid stories. That would have been fun. That's good. It, that The horn means a minute. I'm sorry. It doesn't mean like, get off the stage. It's just a thing. I don't I don't usually host. It's on Mondays for Joke Workshop. It's me. We do the horn because it makes you feel like if you're a new comic, this is what a minute feels like. Like that's the concept behind the horn. I, but I also use it because I, I time it at a punchline and I find it fun. But instead of putting a light in someone's face, and, and it, we're on the radio so everyone can hear the horn. So that's it's so no one ever runs the light. I enjoyed your set very much. I wish, Ernest Evangelista, I wish that we had um, like an, an, a person who drew pictures like an animation person because the middle of your set, if that was animated with like people or tiny weird aliens in a room, it would everyone would watch it. It was very, very funny audio of, of real deep shit. It was, that's, it felt, oh, it, it felt like the Tao or something. I was like, oh, he's channeling the universe right now. Uh, your next comedian, also a philosopher type individual. Put your hands together for Justin Carisi. Yay! Pam always calls me a philosopher because we had one deep conversation. There's other shit about me, Pam. <laughs> I'm also a scumbag. <laughs> and uh, truant. I walked out on my job the other day. I walked out an hour early on my job because they made me come in an hour early. And you're just not supposed to do that. <laughs> so I'll deal with that later. How you guys doing tonight? I've already heard the answer to that question like five or six times, but what's up? We're all, we're all here. We're all a community here taking care of each other tonight. We all feel very well taken. Are we all well taken care of people? Pam, I know you have a boyfriend, right? That's lovely. Not everybody's so lucky. We've got, we've got a lot of crushing loneliness in this country. We have a loneliness epidemic. You guys heard about the loneliness epidemic? No, you haven't. People are lonelier. They, people don't have... A lot of people out there don't have anybody to talk to. But the good news is that a lot of people don't have anybody to talk to. 
So if you're alone, you're not alone. That was very clever. It's philosophy jokes. I'm a smart guy. You guys should have laughed harder. So here's how lonely I am. Let's go over the details. Have you ever done online dating and you have a conversation with somebody that lasts just months and they never answer you back? <laughs> and at some point it becomes a crime? <laughs> I'm getting to know some of these girls who are not answering me back. They just, they keep posting new pictures. Like one of them either, I think she bought a boat or she met someone with a boat. There's a, there's a boat in her life. It's the same boat in every picture. Here's how lonely I am. Uh, I get these phone calls, right? Like sometimes my phone rings and I answer it. Sometimes my phone rings and I answer it and it's just a recording on the other end and it's just in Chinese and it has like this nice music behind it. And uh, I don't hang up on those anymore because, see if you can follow me here, there's a phone call for me that's like halfway there. I have no idea what they're saying. That yeah, could be something nice. All you got to do is pretend. You guys are missing out if you're hanging up on that shit. It's like once or twice a month, I'm huge in China. <sighs> I miss women. Um... Thank you. I know that's that's weird to say because they're, they're, they're like everywhere. They're like right here, but it's like it's not close enough. They've got to be in great proximity for long periods of time, and that's not... Like, I got a hug the other day, but it's not holding me over. <laughs> I'm not saying, like, I don't have any luck with women. Girls will sleep over from time to time, but they always leave. They're like, I thought that was going to be awesome growing up. Like, that feminism was taking root, and women were would just, like, leave... I thought I was going to love that, but it's always the same conversation in the morning. It's like, thank you for the dick. It was lovely. I'm going to go try 40 or 50 more of those. Yeah, perfect timing, right? And if yours was my favorite, I'll call you when I'm 45. And I'm always just kind of standing in the kitchen with like two plates of eggs. <laughs> like, I'll just, I'll just have twice the eggs. I love eggs. I'm a, I'm expecting a call from China. <laughs> I hate people in happy relationships. Sorry, Pam. I unfollow those people on Facebook, but I, ca I wish I could like block them because um, like I'm not that successful of a person and I might need a couch to sleep on at some point. People in relationships tend to be stable, but I'll unfollow the fuck out of you for posting that really all the you know holding hands on the beach with your engagement ring relationship stuff that's like that's like buying a ferrari and revving it in front of a homeless camp <sighs> i have a strong ending to this and i don't think i have time i didn't plan but you guys have been great good to see you thank you have a good night Justin! Carisi, yay! He's lonely. Oh, so happy. Uh, you gotta, uh, I would say, 
uh, start baking. Uh, British baking show shit, man. That's if you, but no, if you make some Chelsea buns, uh, the thing is, people are not just interested in your buns; they want to actually eat food. The way to a woman's heart is through pastries. Like if you're a dude that bakes, you could stand on the street corner and be like, "I'm single," and have like baked goods, and only give them away to women who are single. Be like, "Oh, are you single? You're in my age range. Would you like?" Would you like a pecan sandy or whatever? And then you, you know, just saying. Baking. Your next comedian, he's been hanging out all night. No, I, Mikhail, I can, I, I can read things. That's good. It could be, uh, I know, because it it's not Michael. Uh, but it's a good time. It's his first time here. I'm excited to see him. Everybody put your hands together for Mikhail Lenko. <laughs> Yeah, it's my, it's my first time being here for the third time. Uh, all right. Uh, let's get this going. Cool. So how's everybody feeling tonight? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, nevertheless, is a word. Never the more is not a word. Never more is a word but nevertheless is not a word. Nevertheless, awkward is an awkward word. Unusual has an unusual amount of use in it. Weird is normal in San Francisco, but it's still spelled weirdly, and nobody wants to have sex with me. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. My super hot girlfriend, who definitely exists, she got really upset with me when I started shaving my head. And she said, Mikhail, would you still pee with me if I shaved my head? Right? And like, of course, I said, uh, of course. You know, because even though I am superficial, I'm also dishonest. Honesty is honestly overrated if I'm gonna be honest. Like, for example, does everybody remember Smokey the Bear? Right, he had that famous slogan, something like, only you can prevent forest fires. I feel like that's a lot to lay on a kid, and it's probably the source of all of my adult anxiety, if I had to guess. But it's probably preferable to the alternative, the correct explanation, right? Where prisoners are responsible for curing our forest fires, right? <laughs> Just imagine a little kid, right? And you're talking to your son, right? And Timmy's like, Daddy, Daddy, the prisoners are used to put out the fires? And it's like, yes, Timmy. And it's like, aren't the prisoners scared? And it's like, well, yeah, they are scared. And it's like, well, do they have to put out the fires? And you say, yeah, Timmy, they, they're prisoners. They have to do what we say. And then Timmy says, well, does that make them slaves? And then they say, oh, good question, Timmy. No. No, uh, because in America, slavery was based on race, whereas our criminal justice system do you want to learn about the birds and the bees? Uh, people say, sometimes people say that you should fight fire with fire. Sometimes they're right. But I don't think firefighters should fight fire with fire. And in fact, I think a firefighter that fights fire with fire should be immediately fired. I like words, but I don't like sports. Even though sports is a word. 
Sports are absurd, and I'll show you with words. Do we have any golfers in the audience? Okay, yeah. So golfing is absurd because it's the only time when being subpar is a good thing. How's about baseball? Do we have any baseball fans? So uh, baseball, America's pastime, right? Bullshit. It's a waste of time. And I'll prove it to you using the concept of a perfect game. So in, does anybody know what a perfect game is in baseball? Doesn't have a hit, no home runs, nobody gets on base. I don't even know if that's the same thing. Nobody gets a home run, nobody gets on base, right? But to my mind, that's not a truly perfect game. That sounds to me like a semi-perfect game. And for a baseball game to be a truly perfect game, I think both pitchers would need to pitch that way. But if both pitchers pitched a perfect game, nobody would ever score. And if nobody ever scores, the game would never end. So, baseball's ideal state is unending nothingness, which sounds to me like a perfect waste of time. And if a perfect baseball game is a perfect waste of time, baseball is a waste of time. Uh, oh, finally, football. I've got some friends. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, I got some uh, friends who are trying to get me into their fantasy football league because that's, to their mind, uh, it's free money. They think I don't know anything about football, but that's not true. I know football is racist. Uh, I know that in football, they, uh, they dissemble with the uh, closed uh, head injuries, right? And I know that a lot of the players like to beat family members. So it's not true that I know nothing about football. So I have all these like fears and complexes. I've got this crippling fear of failure. Like for the rest of my life, I'm not even gonna attempt omelets anymore. It's just scrambled eggs from here on out. I also have this fear of commitment. Like on my body, I have zero tattoos. Although I guess that could be my fear of needles, right? So like my doctor and I have this arrangement worked out where he doesn't get to draw my blood and in exchange, I promise him that I'll never die under any circumstances. <laughs> I used to fear death, but then I got really depressed and now it doesn't seem so bad. I've got this, uh, all these complexes. I got this uh, inferior, inferiority complex. I got this messiah complex. You might be thinking, Mikhail, how do you have both of those things? It's easy. I'm not here to save your soul. That sounds tricky, right? I'm just here to make you feel bad about discarding your refuse in the wrong receptacle. Callback. Uh, all right. And then um, I got this uh, inferiority complex. I got this messiah complex. I got herpes. Oh, well, that's a simplex. Uh, so anyway, I used to feel like such a freak and such a loser and a creep, and I used to feel like I'm going to be hopelessly alone for the rest of my life, and that's why I'm so happy that I discovered the San Francisco comedy community and that I've gotten to know many of you on a personal level because now I realize that, you know, it could be way worse. You guys are a bunch of motherfucking freaks. All right, thanks a lot. My name's Mikhail. Mikhail Lenko! Now I remember it means the time you brought your whole family and it was a shit show. I remember that. You brought your whole family to see my, like, everybody call me a shitbag. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was, yeah, thanks for inviting your family. That was great. That was awesome. A full room of people when they're, it's so fun when people who claim that they're feminists look you in the eye and tell everybody to leave your venue because you're a horrible person and you're like, that's so feminist for three feminists to come in and bully a feminist. It makes so much sense. Women hate women. We're all, it's that same thing with like, it's the same thing with the one, it's like when Mark, not Mark, it's Hunter Uniac comes in here and he talks about like the 
burger flippers versus the baristas. And I'm like, you all suck. Get together. But it's the same thing with like women, like the these women versus the these women. And it's like, if we were all women and could get together and not hate each other and not be like, right? I know. But like some people wear makeup and some people shave their legs and some people say things and some people use the word cunt and some people, it's just, it just, you can't even. Yay, the world is such a really wonderful place. Hey, I'm so glad that I quit smoking so that I can smoke again because the air quality is horrible. I said that at the beginning of the show, but I'm going to say it again because I'm going to smoke during your next comedian's set. There he is right there. Oh, yeah, I don't even know what that... Yeah, we can... we re- re- Recycling. Let's all recycle when the air outside looks like China. It's so funny. It's like we should all just be like throwing shit away and breaking shit in the street. Like, the world is falling apart. What do we do then? It's an apocalypse. Can't breathe. I, I don't know. I Everyone I nanny for, I was so worried this weekend because I was like, I have all these nannying jobs to do. But they all went out of town because they're worried about their children's lives. I'm like, I have a kitten and if I could take him to Nevada right now, I would. Like If I had a car, I would get my kitten in a car. We'd get, his lungs are so tiny. <laughs> Your next comedian is going to make you guys laugh. He's a really funny guy. Put your hands together for Buddha. <laughs> Hey, what's up, guys? So I literally had nothing planned, nothing went out for the night. I brought my dad wig. I was dabbing outside. It was, it was pretty nice. I'm pretty high as fuck right now. Yeah. So I guess something positive right now. So like three, four years, something like that. I was like 400 pounds. I was, I was. I was big. I was fat as fuck. But like, I'm like 240 now. So like, yeah, fuck yeah. So I'm like really proud of myself. But the one thing that sucks about losing weight, it's fucking cold now. Like, I, I, I can see what you skinny motherfuckers been complaining about. This shit sucks. And I like, I don't get the attention like I used to for being fat. Like, I would kick it at the bus stop, like, with the belly out, just letting, letting it hang out. And, like, this homeless guy came up and poked me in the belly. Like, I was the Bill Dozy Doughboy or some shit. Like, I ain't gonna say woo-hoo. Who the fuck do I look like? Nah, I'm gonna like, bitch, back the fuck up. I don't have time for that. Then like, I can't put my plate on my stomach anymore when I'm like kicking back watching TV, you know? Like, you know, sometimes in life, you know, you just wanna have some chicken wings, you know? Watch some anime. But I can't do that anymore, man. I can't put the plate on my stomach. Life sucks. I don't want to be skinny. <laughs> I think I need to get McDonald's to pay me. That's the kind of diet I want. Let's, let's do the opposite than what Shelwood did. Like, you know, obviously I won't touch any kids. You know, I just want to get fat again, but I just want McDonald's to pay me for it. It's expensive out here. Um, yeah. Shit. I have no idea what else I'm going to talk about. Oh, yeah, my fucking job, man. So, like, 
I hate walking a lot because I can't really be who I am. You know, I'm like, I'm a chill guy, but I do cuss a lot. I ain't gonna lie about that, but I have I have a speech impediment. I get to say what the fuck I want. But, like, at work, though, you know, I gotta be all professional and shit. So, pretty much, I don't really talk. I, I kind of keep to myself, but, man, there's a few times your people at work, man, they want to test me. Because, you know, you know I have, like, I'm a big guy with, like, a baby face, so they think I'm nice. But, like, nah. Well, I'm nice, but, but I'm from the hood, like. But like sometimes I just want to like snap Like I'm like can you back the fuck up Like who the fuck do you think you talking to I don't have time for that shit But you can't do that at work Instead you just gotta smile and be like I know your breath Bitch And just walk away but, you know, it, it, it's all cool, because when I get home, I just dab, dab the fuck out, play some video games. Man, that, like, you know, that that's the life, that's the American dream. That's, that's what my mom always told me, man. She imagined that I was going to live in a crackhead hotel and spend my whole paycheck to live there. Woo, I love living in San Francisco. It's fun. <laughs> but, um, I don't know, I guess, oh, yeah, one more thing. I'm not proud of it. I am a pervert. I, I, I'm not gonna lie about that fact, you know? You know, when there's a nice ass walking by, you know, my neck be, <laughs> I be breaking my neck. I, I can't help it. But you know, but when I'm at work, you know, I, I gotta hold my neck in. My, my, my head starts shaking, looking like I'm about to explode and shit. Fuck. But um, I guess, you know, the last thing I want to say for tonight, I hope you all go home and masturbate with cannabis oil. <laughs> if not, um, you know, come take a dab with me outside, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Yay, he was talking about video games. That's, that's awesome. I, uh... I've been trying to be the perfect girlfriend lately with my boyfriend. He likes to watch, he likes to play the video games. I, I watch, well, I watch the video games while he plays the video games. But uh, like I was trying to be the perfect girlfriend, right? So I decided to uh, suck his cock while he was playing Call of Duty. <laughs> okay, before you give me like the big sash, like that says best girlfriend in the world, it's a seven minute game. So it's not that big of a commitment, okay? So we're like halfway through and he realizes, ah, he cannot sustain his attentions adequately on both tasks. And he has to choose Call of Duty or Call of Booty. What do you choose? You chose, he did not. He chose the first person shooter game. I just wanted him to shoot me in the face. The only person he wants to shoot in the face is a 12-year-old boy who lives in Korea. <laughs> Come on, you guys, let's get these fuckers. <laughs> like, yeah, all right. Right? I wanted him to talk dirty to me the other day. He wouldn't do it. And I was like, I know we're vanilla, but put on that headset, man. Like, I've heard what you say to those 12-year-old boys in Korea. I'm going to put my gun in your pussy mouth. Say that to me. Like, that's... That's what I'm talking about. 
Uh, your next comedian, what a tall drink of water. You guys can see him this January in SF Sketch Fest. Put your hands together for Paul Conyers. Yeah, Pam, that, that's what I was thinking. I mean, I feel like you don't, you shouldn't have to choose because I've watched people play Call of Duty and they're like, yeah, suck my dick, motherfucker, suck my dick. It's like, you know, you don't have to change anything. Two birds, one stone kind of thing. Um, what's up, guys? It's great to be here. I was a little late uh, getting in. There was, a, there was an accident on the bridge. And uh, yeah, so people were pulled over to the side and the two the two motors were kind of like yelling at each other, but uh, this was cute because they had the masks on, so they, so they looked like a couple of surgeons that were like in dispute of how to operate on these cars. <laughs> we gotta get this Taurus a new engine now. He's not on the donor list. Damn the rules, doctor. <laughs> um, Ah, this is this is great. This is fun. Um, I I love uh I love doing comedy. I do. Um. And I know that other people want to love to do comedy, but they don't really want to do it. You know what I mean? Like I was doing a show uh, a couple weeks ago and uh, afterwards this guy was like super drunk. He's like, hey man, hey, do you like whiskey? I was like, yeah. He's like, okay, come on. Let's go. Let's take a shot of whiskey. I was like, yeah, you know, and it's a long drive home. You know, I got to get going. He's like, no, come on, man. Let's go. Let's take a shot. And he just, he like wouldn't let it go. And finally I was like, all right, man, I'll, I'll fine. Let's take a shot of whiskey. He was like, okay, it's in my car across the street. Let's go. And I was like, no. And I thought it was at the bar, man. Um, uh, but he uh, he was just crazy drunk, and uh, me and the other comics were just kind of like shooting the shit outside after the show, and he was just kind of like hovering near us, you know, kept trying to like insert himself into the conversation, but he was like too drunk to even like formulate a sentence, and he's like, I want to I wanna be a part of your group, you know, and we were like, okay, that's weird, and uh, finally like he, he like spoke up as we were leaving, he was like, hey, I, I want to do, I want to do stand-up comedy, how, how can I be a part of your group and one of my I was ready to ignore him but one of the comics was like oh well you you just got to go to a lot of open mics and work really hard and he went well I'm never gonna make it then (laughs) I was like perfect man you get it you got it dude you might make it as a comic because you figured that shit out way quicker than the rest of us look at you ahead of the curve without even grabbing the microphone good for you um I love that guy. Um, let's see. It's uh, it's uh, Christmas is coming around the corner. Did you guys get gag gifts for Christmas? Like a bunch of silly shit for gifts. I got I got one last year. Uh, I guess it was supposed to be a joke. It's it, it was a poopery. You guys know that that is. Yeah. Have you tried it? Yeah. Okay. Has anyone tried poopery? It's this stuff you spray in the toilet before you shit, and it's supposed to, and it like makes everything smell better. Uh, it smells identical to Fruity Pebbles. I mean, like, <laughs> spot on. So they gave it to me, and, you know, I don't know I don't know if it's made pooping better, but it has ruined breakfast, like 100%. <laughs> you know, that was my favorite cereal. And I cannot, I, every time I get close to the bowl, I just, you know, I just hear Barney Rubble, like, oh, hey, Fred, you really dumped one this time. Like, oh, God, I can't do it. Um, I, uh, I, I, I ride Uber a lot to shows and everything. Cause, uh, I don't like to, I don't want to drink and drive and everything. And, uh, here's a hot take. Uber can be weird. Um, 
but yeah, I I, I don't know. They they're very uh, they're very they're very talkative and and the eccentric Uber drivers drive me a little nuts. Like I was driving I was taking one uh last week and uh it was the woman had very uh eclectic she had a bunch of jewelry and crystals and you know all sorts of stuff and I was like, "All right, cool. Free spirit, chick. I get it. Like that's you're my kind of girl. Just don't talk to me." And but she would and and then but she like reached she like in the middle of the drive she like turned to the back of the car she's like pick a bracelet and there was this bag of bracelets and i was like oh no i don't i don't want to take a bracelet i don't want to take one of your bracelets she was like pick a bracelet and she like said it to emphasize i'm not gonna look at the road again until you pick a bracelet and i was like all right all right i got i'll get one i get one and i took it and then she was like okay let me see it i was like you're you're taking it back like already this is weird and she's like, yeah, the, the bracelet you pick says a lot about you. Uh, for instance, like, oh, this one, I see. So you're not the kind of guy that seeks attention. I was like, wrong-o. Uh, <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> could not be more. Like, and you know nothing about me, ma'am. Like, what could you possibly know? Uh, that? You, what could you possibly infer other than you know I'm going to Dave and Buster's? <laughs> like, that's the only thing. <laughs> That you can gather from me. Um, I'll, I'll finish with this. I had an awesome uh, election night. Um, I was uh, I I got booked to do uh, a show. It was a victory party for a guy running for city council, which was great. Except he lost, and uh, it was it was phenomenal because I mean it's <laughs> it really is amazing to watch somebody lose a low stakes election. You know because. Uh, on CNN, when someone loses, they've got all these panelists that are breaking down like why this guy lost. Like, I think Senator McClaskill took too hard a line with the right to center voters. But when you lose a, a city council vote in, in Rohnert Park, California, they just kind of look at you like, maybe we didn't hang up enough signs. I, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, they were ready. They were a barrel of monkeys. They were ready for me. They were. I went up there. I was like, "Okay, guys. Well, it doesn't look like the those balloons are dropping anytime soon. You want to do a comedy show? Did you guys vote today? Not enough, apparently. <laughs> and that's how you lose a crowd in five seconds. All right, thank you guys so much. Paul Conyers, hooray! The only kind of balloons I want to be around are nitrous balloons. And now I wonder, like, if, they're, if all those things were filled with nitrous, would they, would they sink or would they float? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I would, the only, if, if anyone was, if, okay, I'll just say this. It'll never happen because no one ever elects me to be in charge of them. But if there's ever a time where people are like, yay, you're in charge, and the balloons fall from the ceiling, I hope they don't fall because they're filled with nitrous. And then we have to get ladders and get up to get them and then take the nitrous. Does anyone else love nitrous as much as I do? Anybody else hippie crack fans? Hippie crack, yeah. No, I used to do this thing where we would sing karaoke and we'd get, you'd get a nitrous balloon before your song started and you had to finish your balloon before your song was done. <laughs> you push out so much air when you're singing. Anyone knows anything about singing? You use your diaphragm, you push the air out. So you're like already sort of like, uh, like you know, air deficient. And then with the nitrous, it just locks right into that. And you're like, I know the secrets of the universe. <laughs> And then you forget them. Anyone else in nitrous? No? Cool. <laughs> George knows. It's like, wow, wow, wow. I know everything. I forgot it. Shit.
do nitrous again. That's the answer to that. Uh, there's, it looks like there's no more, com oh, Jonathan's here, yay. Do you wanna do comedy, Jonathan? He never does. Do you have any jokes? Nope, do you wanna do jokes? Hell yeah! yeah. You didn't sign up on this, what's your name? Uh, Miles. Miles, hey everybody, our last comedian of the night. He's gonna kill it right now. Give your hands together, clap them in a wild slappy like motion for Miles! Oh, thank you, thank you. Did we lose? Oh, it's on. It is on. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so thanks for the, the warm. Um, you can't see me, can you? How about you sit right there? That would be easy. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, I've recently started doing this after being gone for a long hiatus. And uh, right away, I remember, like, sort of why I kind of got away from it because my mind goes I'm into dark humor so my mind goes to those dark spots all the time and it's like why am I doing this again and <laughs> I mean it's not all about me really you know because when I got into comedy my dream was to go to a poor black neighborhood and teach everyone to dodge bullets through my jokes <laughs> So um, that's what I want. <laughs> I know it's far-fetched, but you know, if I plant a seed, maybe a tree grows, right? <laughs> um, I've been a paraplegic for um, 11 years. Um, so you know, I, I get into uh, deep conversations with people about it, and um, you know, it always comes up. Miles, what what do you wish? What do you miss the most? And depending on my somber mood, you know, it, it's usually either one of two answers. It's like sometimes it's like I miss the ability to blend in. I wish I could just be like everyone else. And then other times it's like, I wanna come, man. I just wanna come, one time, man. Please. Um, I need help a lot. And um, I think that always serves as a good way to have an interaction with somebody even when I don't need help to let them help so I try to present my disability as disabled enough to the help that they want to give me you know <laughs> like if they want to help me put my wheelchair into the car I'm like yeah sure man and you know I, I sit back and let them hand me stuff and then if they compliment me on how good I put my shirt on, like if they're like, oh, I love blue shirts. You're such, you're so cute with that blue shirt. I'm like, yep. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm important. <laughs> oh, you know, you are important. No, I'm important, bitch. I can't fucking come. <laughs> Coming is uh, something I think about a lot. Got a lot of jokes on come. 
Wish I could have got my girlfriend to swallow my cum. The appropriate way. I uh, had to hide it in her applesauce to make it happen. <laughs> uh, how, what, what does the horn mean? How much? One minute. Um... Okay, uh, la, 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 but, uh, you know, I was thinking on the way here that we need to invent, like I might have already been said, but N95 masks that you can smoke through. I guess everybody's, <laughs> then, no, okay, well, that, it's a need out there. We could make a lot of money by doing that, I think, yeah. Oh, thank you for my time here, and um, have a good night. Keep it going for miles, everybody. Yeah. I think we've got, we're, we're attached right now. I'm going to pull it this way. Yeah. We did it. We did it, everyone. That was exciting. Is, are we all worried about, are we all worried about the air quality? I mean, everyone's got their masks on. I still, I, honestly, someone gave me a mask and I just, it was too annoying and I couldn't deal with it. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to start smoking cigarettes again. Like, what was I? Why would I? Why would I ever quit? No, I'm gonna quit again once it clears. Supposedly December third. I know, right? December third. Next week I get to go to Little Rock, Arkansas, so I get to breathe freely all that Republican air. Like I'm gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm gonna woo. Crazy, crazy kids out there. Um, hey, everybody, clap in the back for George D. Smith running the ones and twos being a champion for me and yous. We just got our new flyers in today. If you guys want to be champions of the world, please take some flyers. Yeah, you want a set? Hell yeah, he wants a set. Put your hands together. Our board off and comedian in his own right. Put your hands together for George G. Smith. I'll take the applause from fucking Elton John's crew. <laughs> that's just one thing i wasn't planning on doing today all right um funny thing when they were those ladies were talking about iud's all i kept thinking was ieds that's the only fucking thing i think every time i've heard that since i've ever heard the term ied has been like iud's and ieds get fucked up it's like um when i was a kid i'd get john crier and fucking matthew broderick fucked up it's the same shit um, what's I looking at today? Oh, something fucked up. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. Get this goddamn Mark Neuer goddamn loop out of the thing. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to do what he did just backwards. All right, I'll just go, I'll go the other fucking way. Anyway, uh, God damn it. Oh, um, there, <laughs> it was really weird walking down here because I saw a building on fire. This whole white family standing outside. <laughs> And I was like, why are these fucking fire trucks down here? And it was like, you couldn't even see the building on fire because the smoke was already smoked. So it was like, oh, oh, really? Oh, that's the one on fire. Like, you couldn't even fucking tell. There was four buildings in a row, and you're like, I guess it's the one. Anyway, um, I actually did have something I wanted to say, but I'm just, of course, blanking on it. Uh, I like that little piano. I fuck with that piano on Sundays. <laughs> I should do like Pam and just do a fucking commercial for my show every Sunday. <laughs> Who was that, Ed? Doesn't Ed do that shit? 
right? He sells his fucking t-shirts up here and shit, right? Like lock bottom or some bullshit. Anyway. Oh, god damn it. I'm like, I get to the, uh, you know what it is? Those goddamn edibles. You know, I eat those fucking, and you know what? Fuck that. I'm sick of people coming up here blaming shit on drugs today. That's one of the things I wanted to talk about was the motherfucking drug that I never, like, there's one drug that, like, I'm, I'm really curious about, but I never say never, but I don't think I'm ever going to take PCP. Right? Like, it looks like a headspace I sort of want to be in. Fucking bulletproof and, like, kicking the, like, punching fences down and shit. Like, that seems like a fucking place I would like to be once. But I know you got to black out when you do that shit. There's no way you're punching through fences and, like, denting fucking, like, fire extinguishers and shit and smashing up cars and fucking taking 40 bullets and, like, conscious you know you're like oh dude yeah no i remember when they shot me 47 times and shit no yeah 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 no you gotta be so like i gotta know that point where's that point that you like you knew what you were doing <laughs> and then something went fuck this i'm gonna eat the neighbor <laughs> like fuck all this fucking bullshit this world is not enough right now you know fuck that that's that nitrous made me think of pcp for some reason like like i used to do nitrous that's some fucking weak like <laughs> it's nice but it's so short it's not even worth it it's like come on fellas get it together okay well then fuck it <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. That's that smart comedy, right? I got one joke. You know that joke. <clears throat> hey, Bam. What can lifesavers do that guys can't? <laughs> Come in five different flavors. All right, thanks. Good night. George D. Smith, the champion. Oh, he's a, he's a modern day philosopher. I feel like I feel like these days we're all like Socrates because he never wrote anything down. But we're talking, we're not writing it down. It just happens to exist as long as the internet exists, and until the solar flare happens, everything's okay, right? Yeah, because like the air, we can't breathe the air, but our smartphones still work. As long as you can Instagram a picture of your shitty air quality, you're a real person. I was just forced to join Instagram this week. It was like totally forced. Capital helped me. I didn't know how. I'm like, I don't know how to post things. It's so confusing. Why is this? I would still be on MySpace if they let me. Do you see where I'm going with them? Are people still on MySpace? Anybody still on MySpace? Rupert Murdoch is still on MySpace. Him and all the people in China. They're so behind the times. They're like, oh, we love MySpace. There's these weird bands on here. Have you ever heard of 311? <laughs> Just kidding. Remember, remember in the late 90s when you couldn't be a band unless you had numbers in your name? It was like Blink-192, 311, Nine Inch Nails. Like everyone had a fucking number in their goddamn name. You couldn't be a, num you couldn't be a real band without a number. Is that is that a name of a band? See, you know it's a, the sixty nine boys. I don't even I I still don't have a smartphone. I don't know what's happening. What is SoundCloud? <laughs> you guys use that? All right, uh, we're 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 pretty much done here. We're, it's going to be fun in the next hour. Uh, we're going to take a little break, and at eight o'clock, there'll be Pam Dice's Comedy Clubhouse. It's a fire lineup tonight. We got Clay Newman. 
he's um, Paul Conyers tonight. He's one of the people who's on SF Sketch Fest. But on this next show, um, a bunch of people are. You got Clay Newman. He's one of those comics. Very funny. Cole Chapman, really funny guy. It's all guys, actually. It's a big, big sausage fest on her next show. Uh, but yeah, stick around if you want. If you do stick around, uh, I will bribe you with weed treats. And I will also give you stage time on a Pamtastics in December or January. So uh, I am not above or beneath bribery. I appreciate and It's not even bribery. It's like you put your time in. If you put your time in here and you're a person sitting in a seat laughing, like that earns you. I believe in meritocracy. And that's not funny because no one believes in it except me. <laughs> Sorry, does anybody else know what meritocracy is? Yeah. Yay, of course you do. Of course Justin fucking knows. It's only what? Well, no, I guess tenure, yeah, but you stay long enough and then we give you special stuff. Sure, that's more tenure. But but by by putting in time, that means merit. You know what I mean? Like, but, but that's the thing, too, is that like some people come and eat and leave. Some people come to an open mic. Like Sabrina's here. She was the second comedian on here, and she's still here. So like that's meritocracy in my book. Like You stayed for the whole fucking show. That's really... Thank you for being audience for everyone else who went behind you. You didn't have to do that. You could have like run out the door like every... Not like everybody else. See, that's the other... What's the word when it's your all or nothing? Oh, you're just trying to breathe in the pot smoke from like a secondary. She's a secondhand pot smoker, so she loves it here. Yeah, I was gonna, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a mask that has weed in it so that when people are breathing through their masks, they can get high at the same time. How many more weeks do those already exist? Fuck you, they don't. All right, let's, let's. I hate the future. The future is now. Right. Uh, George will play some fun music coming up at 8 o'clock is Fantastic Comedy Clubhouse thank you all for being here yay clap for yourselves bye yay sorry Michael Bonds he never showed up Michael Bonds we would have loved to have you but
right now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2019. Applications open until November 30th for 25 shows in five days. 40 comics chosen March 1st through 5th. 2019 for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's our fourth annual, and we hope you apply from whatever part of the nation or international comedy scene you come from. Apply now through November 30th. Go to our website, www.mutinyradio.fm, for more details. Aloha, mutineers. Stolowitz here. People ask me, Dave, why do you spend so much time listening to mutinyradio.fm? Well, the answer's simple to me. It's the love I find here. We've got so many great programs here. There's something for everybody, surely. Well, maybe not the Hitler crew, but you know everyone else. Let me tell you about some of my favorite shows here at Mutiny you may not have heard about. Labor and Love with Bill Morgan is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 noon. Bill is passionate about labor, jazz, and solidarity, and he tells you how it is. No BS. If somebody gets a dollar they didn't work for, someone else worked for a dollar they didn't get. I always learn a lot from Labor and Love. It's educational and inspirational. The Common Thread Collective is every Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. with legendary octogenarian hate Ashbury activist Diamond Dave. With help from his friends, Dave talks news, wisdom, progressive activism, and spirituality. There's also open mic time for music, poetry, and stories. Comics gotta hold off till happy hour, though. Oh, and check out Flat Black Plastic with Scott Walker, Saturdays from noon to 2. The title says it all. Classic vinyl albums with no apologies. Great stuff. You can listen in live to these fine programs on mutinyradio.fm or download the podcast at your convenience on Apple iTunes. What a deal. Authentic, real San Francisco love. That's what keeps our ship afloat. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, 
MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com. Timstesseract.com. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch
my friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Mufi's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for <laughs> is in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen Summer Cottage on the Mountain Ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. (laughs) How exciting for you, Mutiny Radio listener. There are six new shows here at MutinyRadio.fm. Monday nights at 10 o'clock, it's time for free phone sex. 415-550-0511. Yes, call in for free phone sex. You will be recorded. It is a podcast, but will that phone sex be free? Absolutely. 10 a.m. Mondays, it's time for everyday conversations on race with everyday people. With Simma Lieberman, everyday people talking about race every week different everyday people talking about race on Tuesdays 10 o'clock it's spiritual psychology with Renee McKenna meditate it'll heal ya then at noon stick around Sergio Novoa brings you my limited view talking about all things from his perspective then on Thursdays from 8 to 10 It's time for Beyond Your Comprehension with Clem. Exciting new shows here at Mutiny Radio. Also the IC Podcast. That's the Imprint City Podcast coming soon. MutinyRadio.fm. New shows. You can have one too. Contact director at MutinyRadio.fm to find out more details. Check us out at mutinyradio.fm. 